by the one and only bliss and you already know mighty zay <laughs> what's going on everybody we are here for episode three let's go of the underrated as fuck podcast and if you're watching the video you should already notice we got a guest he goes by the name of finesta fox yes sir we're gonna get into questions interviews with this guy to start everything off I'm going to go ahead and give you guys a little sneak peek, so check it out. So, we're going to talk about Patrick Mahomes. Cool. We had some people throwing snowballs at him. Oh, man. (laughs) We're going to get into that. Uh, We're going to talk about Pawn Stars. Uh, There's actually a couple sad news topics in here this week, but we're going to talk about them. That's all right. Snoop Dogg. I guess he got offered some money to do some OnlyFans content. What's up with that? Snoop, you better take it. Come on, Uncle Snoop. <laughs> Come on, man. We'll talk about that. Then uh, we got this weird story. I guess three friends were found frozen Crazy. to death in their own friend's backyard, and he had no clue. So we're going to get not into that. Not a single clue. Um, and last but not least, we're going to talk about Coachella. Uh, I guess they're dipping in ticket sales, and we're going to talk about it. Let's get it. Cool. All right, y'all. So, Mighty, pick our first topic. Yo, kind of want to talk about our playoff boy, Patrick Mahomes. Let's see it. Patrick Mahomes, baby. All right, y'all. So for those who didn't know, the Chiefs won against the Bills 27-24. to 24 We won money at, off that. At the Bills Stadium. Mm-hmm. So the controversy is all the Bills after the game, on, well, on their sideline, they were throwing snowballs at Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. And it sounds like, like a little, oh, it's no big deal, but... Those motherfuckers hurt. <laughs> He's tough. He got pads. So how are we feeling about that though? Why why where's the respect? Well, I feel like their team lost, so they, they're not gonna have respect for the other players or the other team. They're gonna be throwing stuff at them. So I do security salty. right now. Yeah. A little salty about a little it. Salty. That was the in the playoffs. Like if your team get eliminated at home, like I mean I get it, but I mean that's Patrick Mahomes. Y'all should've be prepared for that. Right, and to I mean to add on to that, the Patriots for the longest time were leading that division, and now Over finally, years. finally that Brady's gone. The they Bills, still getting their asses whooped. <laughs> God, they still can't make it to the Super Bowl. I'm dead. No, but um, so let's uh switch names, right? Okay, so right. instead of Patrick Mahomes, what if it was Tom Brady? This wouldn't happen to Tom Brady, right? No, no. Why? Why does it happen to Patrick Mahomes and not Tom Brady? What do you think? Uh, well, probably because Tom Brady was a goat, man, and Patrick Mahomes got to get there first. <laughs> He's making his way. What do you think, Mighty? I think... He wouldn't be in that predicament because he's going to be at home anyway. Tom Brady was always at home in those championship I'm games. So the, he's yeah, not going to be in a way. Home field advantage, Exactly. <laughs> Okay, that makes sense. I didn't really put that one together. But if I was to dig into it, I was just going to say maybe it has something to do with Patrick Mahomes being a little crybaby. You know, oh, you think that whole, like, every single time trying to that, out play? You remember those couple games after the game where he was throwing a fit, yelling at the refs for for the flags that they threw on him and 
yeah, doing them dirty. Every game, every player's got that now. Like that's just a natural thing that just happens all the time. So I mean, you see every player always. What you mean that was yeah, all exactly. sides, bro? You didn't see that? <laughs> trying to chase something. It's just funny because it just seems like he's being a big baby. But then when Brady used to do it back in the day, it was just because he knew. Like I don't know. You get the feeling of like things didn't go the way they were supposed to. That's why he was mad. I just feel like we're in a different era now, so they're gonna meme everything. So now he's in the era to where he's gonna get caught doing dumb shit. He's in the meme era. Boom. For hmm. sure. So. Uh, a little question about that before we move on to something else: Is Patrick Mahomes the current goat? In the moment, yeah, you have to say you have to give him his props. You have to, right? What do you think? Is he the current goat, or would you give that to somebody else? You know, I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I have not been able to keep up with football, so <laughs> that's okay too. Yeah, I'm not too <laughs> you know sure. I mean? No, you're but... good. You're good. I think to for all the newer quarterbacks that are coming in in this like era, I. I think you just got to give it to him as far as kind of leading the way and Super Bowls go. Because yeah. how many how many Super Bowls does does he have? I just know for Two. eight years straight, they're they've been in the number one division, and I think he's got three now or two. I think hmm. you're right with two. So yeah, uh, Patrick Mahomes, he's a little spoiled brat, <laughs> but we'll give him the respect because he's got the stats. He's putting up the numbers. I get he's going Still to the conference championship, right? So he's making a bunch of money. Shitload of money. Shitload of money. <laughs> Speaking of a shitload of money. Speaking of a shitload of money. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'll pick Snoopy the next God. topic. Let's get into some Las Vegas Pawn Stars situation. Ooh. So this is kind of going a little bit in a sadder direction. but So Rick Harrison, which is the main guy. He's not the grand, He's not uh, Pops, the old man. Yeah, the old man. He's, he's the dad. I guess he lost his middle child, Adam Harrison. Um, and it was to an overdose. Damn. Of, of fentanyl. Is, is that the the it's one that was like cool or whatever on the show that was always kind of doing goofy stuff? So, the, so the one you're talking yeah. about that like lost a lot of weight, he's he's the older one. Okay. Mm. I think. And then the one that ended up getting the overdose, he's the middle child. And I guess he may have worked at the pawn shop, but never on television. He okay. didn't. He didn't like that whole stardom glamour yeah. that kind Being of stuff in the spotlight what's up with always the middle child getting into some shit i don't know they want that attention bro yeah, they I mean, lost it they lost it because they got the the older sibling and the younger sibling so they want that attention <laughs> they were the best and then they just got, but anyway Put to the side. are any of you middle child children no i'm the oldest you're the oldest I'm the baby man you're the baby i'm i'm in the middle but i mean from all my family but if it's just for my mom, I'm the youngest. So, my and dad, dad has, has my dad has kids. Um, shit, I turned out good. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, you all right? I'm dead. Daddy. Um, do you guys have like any concerns about like maybe the fentanyl situation? Like shit, you know everywhere. what I mean? Is is it a concern? Is it something to worry about, or just some people just take it over the limit? You know what I'm saying? What do you think, Fox? Uh, I think it's honestly a little worrisome just because, like, where I used to live, it was infested with that stuff. You know, you couldn't you couldn't go to the Circle K right down the street from my apartment without three See, or four junkies, good. you know, either doing it outside or asking you for money to go get some. And just, like, we've lost a lot of people in this world to that one drug alone. Right. So, like, that's, I think it's pretty crazy. 
And they say all types of stuff like they lace it in weed, they Everything. lace it in, you know. Everything. To make it more addictive, like these other drugs more addictive? It's just that the potency behind it too. Right. Like they want to chase multiple feelings that they're getting those certain highs. So, I mean, if you're chasing it to that extent, bro, just cut it off. And I don't want to sit here and talk like I know your whole personal situation, but I do know you may have had family that did not fentanyl specifically, but other addictive drugs. Hands and all, everything. What What is it like for you to have that happen in your life, like personally? Like so, like with people closer to me, like I've experienced, like closer family members of. To me, I guess, um, getting really heavily into that area, I guess you can say. Um, with that being said, growing up watching them do what they do and how they do it, I just realized like I want to be as far away from that as like possible. So like they lived a life that I got to witness. Would you? This is a positive word, but would you credit them for the more responsible uh, life that you're living when it comes to that stuff? Like, I, I feel like I have to give credit towards everybody because at the end of the day, that's still a perspective that I gained from watching them do what I didn't want to do. Get so a little bit of knowledge from boom, every person you exactly. meet in the world. And as long as you take it in and actually soak it up and learn something from it, then it's exactly. not just a waste of a meeting that person. Exactly. You just learn and move on, learn and move on. Like what, what can you do to improve your life or what can you do to stop improving your life? And I'm not trying to go that route. So me personally, I I don't think I've had somebody in my immediate family have any sort of like addiction like that. I mean, marijuana, right? But um, I mean, it's an addiction you can live with, right? It might be a parasite to some people, right. but for other people, it could it's they can maintain and be responsible with it. But other than that, personally, I couldn't give so sort of like testimony against that. You know, what I, mean? mm-hmm. I just for me. Oh, you know what? Um, I don't. You wouldn't consider it a drug, but maybe like alcohol. I've no, actually no, had some a big people thing, yeah. in my family that a big thing. went down a complete wrong path right. dealing with that. You yeah. know what I mean? So actually, maybe there is some lessons I've I've taken from that in my life. So you just seem like, just like you kind of just don't want to go that route. It's like, kind of like seeing they're sloppy. It's like, like an ick. Yeah, yeah. You know that. what I'm saying? It's yeah. like. I don't want that for my life. <laughs> now, there's, 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 there's always like a good consumption of doing something bad, and there's clearly the fine line of it being bad. Like what you're doing is just completely like over the top of it. Right, and those situations for me just made me more aware. Right, and the awareness kind of just it the responsibility and the awareness go hand in hand. Right, when you know the potential dangers, you might potentially want to avoid that. So that I think that's where I'm at on that. Have you had anybody uh, kind of close to you that you've experienced that type of stuff with? Yeah, and unfortunately, um, you know, like lost some friends to it. Um, mm. had like I've I've had friends not addicted to fentanyl, but like cocaine and yeah. things like that. That like back in high school, and it was just crazy to see them go through their ups and downs. You know, you see a person kind of give up and forget about everything they truly right. loved before, and then they kind of do everything to feed that addiction and that's just they're just living around that like that's yeah. their sole purpose of existing it's just crazy to watch somebody like transfer over to that lifestyle hmm. well. and uh to end that topic i want to bring a question to you guys is is addiction a mental illness or is it just a choice or a habit that you can't get rid of 
I mean, I feel like it's something that you can get rid of. Just because, like, to give props to my moms for, like, my whole life growing up, she, she smoked cigarettes for a big portion of my life. And I think maybe about, a, like, a few years ago, she stopped just cold turkey. And she was, oh, she was a two-pack-a-day smoker. That's so, like, you know, to see someone that was addicted to, like, the nicotine and the smoking to stop that... I know you can overcome it. You just got to put yourself to mm-hmm. it. Right. I don't want to get too deep into it, but like right. in high school, I was I was definitely in some stuff that I shouldn't have been and almost lost my life to it, but stopped stopped after, you know, my my, you know, changing moment. Mm-hmm. So f- I'm I'm living proof you can change. My That's mom awesome. is living proof you can change. There's other people that show you you can do it. You just got to be the man or the woman, the stronger person, and right. be able to knock it out. Willpower. Shout out like to moms. All comes down. Sure Shout out moms. to moms. That shows the amount of willpower and like strength she had to right. overcome that. I mean, that is an issue, right? Smoking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cigarettes. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, I, I don't want to speak down on anybody that likes smoking. That's your opinion, but uh, I mean, from me, my perspective, I think that's two packs a day to nothing. Right. That's cold dope. turkey. Cold that's turkey. So dope. That's wow. I can't. I can't even tell you how many people I know that I've done that. For real, people that I know that smoke, smoke right. cigarettes. Yeah. It's it's a everyday thing. <laughs> so this uh, talk about like kind of the negative stuff about yeah. addiction and stuff like that. I think it's a perfect segue to get into this weird story wow. about three friends that were just found frozen to death in their own friend's backyard. How so, much of a friend was that friend? You wasn't even out there checking upon him? Like, come so on, wait, man. have you heard about this? No. No, have you? No, but that's pretty crazy. Homeboy was gone from his house long enough for his friends to freeze in his backyard. No. Wasn't he in his house? So this is what I know about it. So whoever's watching and knows everything, correct me in, under the YouTube video or something. So this is what I know. So basically, they all got together right. to watch the Chiefs game. Okay, this was like this was like a week ago or... Two weeks ago. Oh, you know what? January 7th. Boom. And so check this out. Everybody's wondering where the hell their right. their family members are, right? This lady's, where's my fiance? The the moms and sisters, they're like, where the where the fuck are these guys? So they're calling the, the guy that lives right. there, right? They're calling him. Dude's not answering. They're texting him. Dude's not answering. So suspect. Yeah, so, this, so this is how everything was discovered. So one of the fiancés uh, ended up going to the house because they're like, okay, this was the last place they went. I'm going to go check. And she's knocking. She's looking through the windows. Nobody's answering. So she breaks in. Right? And then nobody's in the house. Right? And then random as hell, she sees the guy that rents, the one of the friends that right. survived. Walking out with an empty glass of wine, not knowing what's going on. So was he high or like what's going on? We don't know. So this is weird, right? So anyway, she ends up in the backyard and then she finds the three friends, Ricky, David, and Clayton, frozen to death in the wow. backyard. That's wild, bro. I mean, I, I would know somebody's frozen to death in my backyard. That's all I gotta say. So the guy that lives there said... He only gets Facebook messages. He never got any of the calls, any of the texts. 
he said he didn't know they were in the backyard. And a few of the weird things is he was there for two day, two days yeah. without realizing. The friend's cars were in the front of the house. Two days? And apparently the police investigation, they're not investigating it as a homicide. So uh, lots of weird stuff. That's why this situation is so viral right now because... What the what fuck? What do you mean you're not going to investigate, bro? <laughs> they died at his house. What were they doing like, for bro to not realize on? his friends were in the backyard? Would they they like just got messed up on alcohol and like pills, <laughs> like, watching the game, and then blacked out, and the three homies were like, "Bro, let's go outside on some penguin stuff and just huddle up, bro, and oh, see how." Dead. Long but you wouldn't like want to like check on your boys. Exactly, like, I would. I'm like, coming downstairs and I'm like, "Wait, good? where's everybody at?" Cool. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So they think that there was some drugs involved. Right, maybe the guy really was out of it for like two whole days, or even maybe a day. He was on acid, freezing to death. God, man. Yeah, they dropped Tad. How long? How long does it take for someone to freeze to death? And they said it was really cold, like really, really cold. But do you really walk outside and not realize that it's that cold, and then just die? Were they just in like t-shirts, or did they have like jaggies? Like they were dressed how they were and found frozen to death in the backyard. It's a mystery. He's a murderer. It's a mystery. He locked them out. He got them drunk and locked them out. Oh. He goes upstairs forgets about them. Yup, bro. They got drunk. He's like, later, bros. (laughs) (laughs) Done. We'll watch the game next week. Oh, the other thing that is weird about it is that they, he bought them, he bought all of them tickets to see the next Chiefs game coming up. That's a good alibi. I see what you did there. So, um, I mean, it's a good alibi. All I, I, Which, I couldn't kill them, bro. I was trying to go to the Chiefs game with, with them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's all I got for that. I kind of just wanted to bring it up to you guys, maybe get your thoughts about it, but there's no real answers to this. I'm on the line mystery. of thinking that's a little too strange. And you can't so, trust yeah, that gr- guy. great question. So, did he murder them or not? Yes. Yeah, he locked them out. So it was yes. intentional? He locked them out? I think he locked them out. Jeez. I think they got into an argument and bro locked them out. He said, y'all need to go home. Oh, my God. <laughs> they just decided not to go home. And, and then and then he kicked them out the back door instead of the front. <laughs> like, well, we're trapped. Let's sit down. I'm weak. And, well, the other weird thing about the back door was that the gate is open. They, they found the gate unlocked, like, open. So if they were trapped in the back, they, they could have just, just got out. out. Damn. So. Maybe they didn't have their car keys. They just said, fuck, let's do some penguin shit in the backyard. (laughs) Drunk, bro. They made an igloo of bodies. Oh, no. Oh, my God. We're, like, laughing about it, but, like, what if you three were just frozen to death in my backyard? Well, I wouldn't know. (laughs) Right, I'd be frozen. How would you feel? Right. (laughs) That's wild, and I can't even think about how I would be feeling if that did happen by accident in a weird way. Like me, if I literally never go in my backyard, literally, and you guys just happen to go back there and freeze to death, like, fuck. Those are my homies, bro. <laughs> I like to just go outside and just chill for a second, so especially the backyard. That's where I like to be. But yeah, so um, we don't got an answer for you. It's just huge viral true crime news. Hopefully, I got some of the information correct right there, but fuck it. Rest in peace. R.I.P. to the Frozen 3. Boom. (laughs) Yo, that might be the title of this. (laughs) R.I.P. to the Frozen 3. That's hard. That was hard. (laughs) You're funny. (laughs) 
Oh my god! So that is weird. We're like laughing about some real like <laughs> negative, sad stuff. But here, this is it's great. So let's go from that sad kind of stuff into some awesome news and into an awesome person, Finex the Fox. No saying. Sick. So the big news, which I know about, is that there's a project coming. Yes, sir. Cool. Yes. So those of y'all that are interested in some local, unique, badass music, pay attention because we got your local artists Boom. right here. Check it out. So the first question I got for you, Finesse the Fox, is kind of a three-parter. So if you forget one of these, just let me know. Bet. So how old are you? Where did you grow up, and where did you go to high school? Okay, so I'm 29 right now, about to be 30 in August. He's um, not single. No. Nah. <laughs> um, <laughs> went to Apollo High School out in Glendale. Oh, and what was that other one? And the last one was... <laughs> uh, oh, where did I grow up? Where did you grow up? Yeah. Out in Arizona. Was it Glendale? Um, I spent some of my like youth out there. I've I've bounced all over Arizona from oh, Glendale to Phoenix to Mesa, been out to Tempe. So, so you you didn't have like one spot where you did like most of your living. Well, kind of bounced around. Just Arizona. Well, for for me, what I do is like I claim Phoenix as a whole. Right. So like I mean Glendale. I know they're different. Glendale, Phoenix, all that. It's still kind of. But to me, bro, it's it's all part of my city. Like I grew up. I grew up everywhere. I know a lot of people. In a lot of different neighborhoods, like that's one one thing a lot of my friends will say is, I can go somewhere and almost say what's up to mm. anybody, yeah. damn near everybody. Like yeah. So that's like those are your stomping grounds. Then like right. Phoenix as a whole. Yeah, yeah. I, I lived on 35th and Dunlap, 43rd Avenue in Northern, 27th Avenue in Orangewood, uh, 59th Avenue in or, uh, Bethany. I've been all over. Yeah, you already know. <laughs> so okay, so with that being said. Are you pretty familiar with the music scene in Phoenix? Yeah, um, like, I started making like music in 2016, and I've been a graphic designer since 2009. Oh, that's all right. So Hard. since yeah. since then, I've always tried to help out any way I can with the music mm -hmm. scene out here. Yeah. I, that's with me with me doing my art. I always love to if I meet a new artist. Hey, bro, can I can I design something for you just so you can have a piece of artwork right. by me? You don't even got to pay me for it right now, but in the future, if you want to work with me, just come holla at me so you can see what I do. And that's that's just kind of like what I what I've been trying to do ever since I got into this. It sounds like you've really like fallen down the or not fallen like chase that road of creativity. Right. Yeah. Am I right? Like it seems like music here let's do it you got art stuff here let's get into that like does your do you feel like you get a lot of uh how could i say like i guess dopamine from that from like oh yeah like a little natural art? rush or a little natural high definitely and for sure so does it just specifically have to do with like hip-hop or does that art kind of extend into other aspects um any aspect honestly um sounds cheesy but like i love painting bro like I'm That's trash, I'm trash at it, but I love painting. I love doing the graphic design. I love writing music. Um, I used to, when I was younger, I used to rave a lot. So I'm super into techno music and stuff <laughs> like that, bro. So like I'm, I'm very, you know, open with the stuff I listen to. Growing up, my mom listened to a bunch of oldies, rock, things yeah. like that. So I've just been yeah. around a lot of music and kind of art has just always caught my eye. Feel that. 
But and you know I'm an artist as well, and I mean it even goes into the like the fighting scene with uh, Mighty. But yeah, I feel I feel the same way about art. I feel like I feel like anything in anything that involves creative, I like get so motivated to do. Right. It doesn't matter what it is. If somebody hits me up and they're like, "Hey, can you help me do this?" and it's like their passion for making tiktok videos i don't know it's like i got you yo let's i'll throw you my ideas let's let's do this it's exciting yes sir that might be just that might be just me like wanting to not be ordinary yeah i I don't know i just feel like i don't want to waste the little bit of time i have on this earth yeah that's Mm -hmm. just me that i you just want to leave a footprint something you can leave back i don't want to look back when i'm 70 and be like dang like i could have done that why didn't I just spend that day and do that that I wanted to do? Like, you know right, I mean? right. But, but so uh, this is a very important question. So what is the backstory behind your artist name, mm. Finesse the Fox? Where, where <clears throat> did that come from? So this, this will be a little funny story to tell. So when I raved, I used to go by Star Fox. That was just oh, like my yeah. that was just my nickname because that's one of my favorite video games. Ever yeah, I was just gonna ask, does it have anything to do with Nintendo? <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I was a super nerd growing up. I still love gaming, but I, I my gamer now couldn't compete with the kid of my kid self, <laughs> bro. But so I used to go by Star Fox when I raved. Then when I got into the music scene, one thing that I love to do, and people will notice it if you like listen to my lyrics and my song, is I love to pay homage to the artists I looked up to growing right, up. Right. So I might flip a bar off of a different song that I you know, grew up listening to. Like I have a song with my homeboy Kago where I flipped the Regulators bar on there with oh. Warren G. Like I spelled mine and his name out. And kind of yeah. Warren G, is he one of your top favorites? No. Well, he's, I wouldn't say like top three, but he's in my top He's definitely like an inspiration. Yeah, sure. growing up. So to go off track of the no, my yeah, name real think, quick. Growing up, before I ever listened to rap, I just listened to, like I said, all my the music my mom would listen to. But then I got a little embarrassing story about myself. We went to McDonald's, bro, and I got a little CD in my little kid's meal. And we got in the car, <laughs> and I popped the CD in the CD player. And I don't remember what band it is, Backstreet Boys or NSYNC, but it was whoever made that little Bop Bye Bye song. Bro, I told my mom to slap that every day in the car. Oh, wait. Until wait, that's one, not embarrassing. Until one day she got so mad at me because I would tell her, play it again, play it again, play it again, that she threw my CD out the window, bro. She <laughs> chucked it. So we go to the grocery store and like my mom's doing her thing or whatever, and I'm looking through the CDs in the right. car, and I pull out the CD, and the first rap album I ever looked at was Doggy Style by Snoop Dogg. Oh, Snoop. So I'm like, all right, let's mom wants to throw my cd out let's listen to this i put that in and the Ooh, first song i listened to was gin and juice sipping on gin and juice so snoop dogg oh, is yeah. i feel like number one in my top spot he's my okay. biggest inspiration because i'd like listen to all that west coast stuff growing up um but to go back to you know how i got my name star fox or finesta fox when i wanted to start rapping i wanted to kind of pay homage to gucci and Travis, right? So Gucci is, you know, he calls himself Gucci Man LaFlair. And then Travis calls himself, you know, the Travis LaFlair or Scott yeah. LaFlair, whatever, how he wants to call it. At first, I was going to call myself Star La Fox LaFlame. LaFlame? La yeah. <laughs> but I looked up my name on YouTube, right? I'm like Star Fox La. 
And man, there is already another rapper out of Florida I'm with Star Fox. I thought you were going to say some it has to be Florida. Sites we're going to come No, no. no. <laughs> like, I looked that shit yeah. up and nah. No. <laughs> so, so there's already another rapper with, you know, with that name. So I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to be Star Fox. Star Fox Flame? So he's, well, he's La Flair. Oh, I, I didn't want to jock his name and just be La Flame. Shit, yeah. That, that would have been lame for me. I wouldn't want to do that to him, and, and I wouldn't want. Inevitably, to do that to inevitably, it turned out great. Yeah, because of your name now, I think it's just sick. But thank you. Yeah. So when I when I realized I couldn't do that, I tried to think of what sounds good, what you know, what works. And growing up, I like had a few different jobs, you know, working in call centers and stuff. And one thing I learned from Nike is. One of the reasons that company was able to boom so much is their name was something that people could say easily and remember easy, easily. Yeah. And other companies like that, when you have an easy to say name, it makes people like, oh, that's cool. Fox. So Fox, Finesse the Fox, F-T-F. I can break it down into three letters for you so you can look me up. I can, I can say Finesse. I can say the Fox. And a lot of the times, a lot of people will know who I'm talking about. My friends, I have friends who refer to me as Finesse or just Fox mm -hmm. and around other people. They're That's like, how they know you too. Mm -hmm. yep, so it's, it just, for me, Finesse, though, you know, besides how in the streets they, they say Finesse for like, oh, robbing somebody. The original term for Finesse is like to do something with ease, to make it look effortless, mm -hmm. right? That's the definition I'm familiar with. Right. Yeah. I'm more familiar with that positive right. one, like Finesse something, like you just, you did it so nicely and smooth you just finessed it right you know I mean? so throughout all my practicing of writing and things like that when i wanted to come up with that name i came up with it because when i when i would show somebody my music oftentimes when i tell you why i do music you kind of look at me and you're like you're like ah, For sure. let's see, it. Let's see it. <laughs> okay okay little dicky or what are you gonna oh, do eminem I, i've had people tell me stuff like that but then they hear me rap and they're like you're like wait no i'm half mexican respect off it yeah they're yeah, like whoa bro like damn that's cold so i just finesse the fox i feel like like i'm smooth on the mic you know i feel like when i lock in with the beat and when i really got something i want to write about i make a dope track do you feel like that's who you who you really are? Like the essence of you is finesse the fox, and then like your alter ego is oh, who you are. You know what I mean? Well, so I mean, I guess let me see how I say this. I've I feel like there couldn't be another finesse the fox like me. Mm, feel you. Um, but as far as like if I feel like finesse all the time, and Mario is just like my alter ego nah because i i know how to separate the mm. two but for it's like a flip you just turn it on now you're finesse like yeah let's get it. hard it, it's cool because that you, now that you brought up that kind of your alter ego situation just real quick i'm gonna throw the bliss out there it's this is how it works with me brandon is me always my current state is brandon the actions that i choose that'll better myself that's when I'm headed towards bliss. Boom. So that's how that's how that works for me, kind of. But but I, I like that. That's cool. Hey, um, you mentioned we were talking. Well, I had I asked you. Remember, I said so. Is that one of your favorite artists, Warren G? Yeah. So my next question is actually name your top three favorite artists. Okay. I know it might be so, hard, but you know what I mean? The third one it always could be kinda... Dua Lipa. It could be Dua Lipa. Yeah. How do you know? <laughs> <laughs> 
So <laughs> the third spot always kind of flips around for me, bro, because they the these two artists I'm gonna name they both always drop something. I'm like, damn, let's go. But off rips, like I said, first is Snoop Dogg. Yeah, you know. Second, Wiz Khalifa. Mm. All right. And then, if I was to say right now my third spot, it would be Lil Yachty. That switches between Lil Yachty and Kodak. He has been going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's I like that. You you yeah. kind of mess with for your the third slot at least. You kind of mess with like a younger artist or more, not maybe not younger but more of a newer artist. newer generation. That's cool. Yeah, I like era. Kodak. I just recently heard a song by Kodak called Flockin'. And no I, I know it's an no older flocking. song. It, yeah. Is it No Flockin'? Yeah. It's an older song, I'm sure, because he sounds young in it. Yeah, he's but super too, young. I, I work out to that song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no yeah. Flockin'. I liked it. Wiz Khalifa's a given. Well, I could believe it. Wiz Khalifa, I got a whole playlist of like 100 God. of his songs. And they're my favorite songs of him. So Right. That should tell you something. Uh, number one was Snoop. What do you think about Snoop? Love Snoop. Love Snoop. You can't go wrong with Snoop. Snoop. I got to see him live with Wiz Khalifa, with, bro. Oh, yeah. Shout out to my lady, year. bro. Yeah. yeah, she took me for my birthday, bro. I have a whole t-shirt I designed oh. for the night and everything. But it was sick. We got to see Snoop, Wiz, Warren G, um, Burner came out. Bro, the whole crowd was high, too, the whole night. You already know. Bro, they came out with a little smoke gun. Was, uh, I was like, whoo. I'm dead. I could only imagine. I went to see Logic and and uh, Wiz oh, in yeah. concert together, and the whole crowd was like high Wait. for them. <laughs> yep. So I could only imagine having the Snoop and the Wiz and Burner and all them. Oh, oh yeah. my god! Just smoke after every rapper that came out. They was just Whoa. throwing out blunts and joints oh, to people yeah. and then lighting their own up. Get like a big ass trash bag. Yeah. Yup. <laughs> Bet be hey, on the quick topic of Snoop. Don't forget, at the end of this episode or near the end, we're going to bring up Snoop and that OnlyFans situation. What's he doing? A hundred million dollars, bro. That's like that's like the the dude off of Austin Powers. He had put the pinky up. A hundred million dollars. Yeah, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> okay, so let's get back to Finesse the Fox. Um, so this, this one's really important as well. Probably one of the most important questions. So what do you have coming up in the near future? Ooh. So, uh, like you mentioned earlier, I'm working on my first album, bro. I've been working on music since 2016 is when I released my first song. And well, is this done. is this first album? Like, you don't have mixtapes, anything before this? Yeah, no, no mixtapes before. So yep. this is your first project? Yes, sir. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't got any mixtapes out. I've got hella music out. I've been on multiple songs, but... This is the first time I've been actually able to sit down and like lock in with myself and put together a project. Right. And I'm really excited for it. Um, it's going to so be 11 we, tracks. But do you have a... We'll save the release date maybe for another time, right? I'm cool do we have maybe a projected time that um, it might come out? I'm, I'm hoping for early February, but if... If I can't push it in February, I'm going to definitely get it out um, in March by my for mom's sure. birthday. Yeah. So we're looking at first, first quarter, maybe second quarter yeah. of the year. Okay. Sick, dude. I can't wait for that. Um, could I tell them about me or no? Yeah, bro. Go ahead. All right. Well, look forward to the album, especially because, you know, Big Zaddy Bliss going to make an ooh, appearance. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, buddy. On track <laughs> number eight. That's Elevate right there. I'm hyped for that. Oh, Elevate, baby. Right. So, um... Back to where we were talking about your music. Um, you said you had a lot of singles out? Yeah. Or like I, I don't want to say a lot. Like, I'm pushing, like, 50 to 100. But, like, I probably have, like, 
15 songs out, you know what I'm saying? So what exactly, what was the switch that just switched on to where it was like, okay, it's time to make an album? What what was that like? And I'm really curious to hear your answer because I'm, I'm about to release my fifth, right? So this is just a cool perspective because I want to see how much I can relate to when I release my right. first project. So like, what what was that spark like? Well, so I've I've been working on music for years now, and one one of my good friends, Tony Thriller, that I make uh, I made a few songs with. Me and him wanted to actually do a mixtape together. We were we were gonna do some funny stuff because he's from Detroit, so we were gonna do a, a little mixtape together and be like Shaq and Kobe. Oh, and no, we were no, just gonna yeah. go on a bunch. Oh, of you Detroit. guys are pretty close. Yeah, yes. yeah. Me and him are me and him are sick together. And we were about to just jump on a mixtape and like we had like 10, 12 songs already written and everything saved on the phone, ready to go. But we, you know, didn't get the chance to do it just yet. And I've been talking with him a lot lately. Just yet. That's still in the in the pipeline though, right? Is yeah, that I mean, still a thing that's gonna happen? We just gotta we just gotta link up and make it pop. Yeah, but once we that. do it, it'll it'll be it'll be sick. I'm excited. Like I like to I like to be versatile for my music. So I'm excited for. People who have already heard my stuff sure. to be like, all oh, that. Well, let's see how homie's about to do on a Detroit beat. Like <laughs> yeah, what? And again, that's what I like to show people is my finesse. Like you may look at me and be like, how are you about to slide on that? But I've been practicing. I I always always like I mentioned, it's always a toss up between Lil Yachty and Kodak for me. I love to listen to all types of music because I like to dissect it and Feel learn that. flows and and think about what made homie do that right there. So do we want to use this opportunity real quick to announce the name of the album? I'm cool with that, yeah. So my album is going to be called The Fox in His Thoughts. Hard. Ooh, bet. Hard. And um, is it, what's the significance behind that name? So the, the album is basically going to encompass the 11 different songs will be different memories or emotions from different points in my life. So like I have my, I'll talk a little bit about the songs. My first song is gonna be called Story. That one's gonna be an upbeat type of song and it's gonna basically tell you about who I am. Right. Then it goes to Remember. That gets into a little more sad. That talks about all the things I remember doing when I was younger. Hmm. You know, things I may regret right now or I may not regret. Then we got Riot. That goes into like the angry portion of my mm. life when I when I felt like man I'm giving everything I can and nothing is working out for me like I don't know what else to do I want right. to blow up so you're going happy sad what was the next one angry angry and then riot like what would you consider that emotion no, so riot is like the angry oh, one okay, so I got you. happy is going to be story right then we got remember is going to be like sad riot is going to be anger then number four, not really an emotion, but more of a memory is going to be, it's going to like a play on words for the low. going to be just talking about the party life and things like oh, that. Right. Even, um, yeah, that even that's a switch in vibe. Right? Yeah. Then I got, there's a song, it's an acronym, it's No Bap. Kind of like No Cap, but with a B. And it stands for No Broken Hearts and Promises. Mm. Mm. So that's that's going to be a song about like, 
cheesy to say, but like falling in love with females, bro, and then getting your heart broken, fam. Sussy Fox. Happened to everybody. You know, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so it's a little, a little bit of the sensitive side. But then six is going to be the interlude of the album. That's when I'm going to switch up the pace of the album. Mm. So instead of it kind of being like all up and down, now the album from here nice. is going to go up. So six, I call interlude way. Mm. For like a play so on is it going from six to the end of the album is it gonna start at a really low like vibration so to speak or is it gonna just come midway and just vamp up from there so from from five to six beat wise the beat on number five is the song is like a sad track a little bit mm -hmm. but it's a upbeat beat so it's kind of crazy how I'm able to play on that Six is going to be a more wavy beat, and then it just takes you up from mm -hmm. there. Then I go on to, uh, what do I got for seven? Seven, I think I got is Say Less. Eight is Elevate. Eight is Elevate featuring Bliss. Yes, sir. Then I got nine is going to be Game. Ten is going to be Gone. And eleven is Weatherman. All right, Weatherman. Have I heard that? I've shown you that one. Yeah, that Man. one's not out yet, but I got to show you hard, that one when hard. we recorded Elevate. Yo, so this is cool. So I don't know if he's officially talked about his album like that on any sort of like official post or any status on Facebook or whatever, right? Have you? Not really. I mean, I've, I've told Facebook uh, That's a while coming. ago yeah, that, that I was like, I'm working on my album, and I just got three more songs to write, and then I'm like about to hit the booth. So Fox you guys are hearing details. it and watching it for the first time here. Finesse the Fox talking about, in detail, his upcoming album, Fox in His Thoughts. Yes, sir. All right. Sick. And uh, I'm sitting over here, like, I'm going on my fifth album. Why haven't I made an album where I'm going through my emotions? That's thought. such a crazy, cool concept. I That's like so it. so cool. Thank you. And I like it. the cover I came up with, too, is pretty raw. I got a bunch of pictures from, like, I did a collage cover and did a bunch of different photos of me and my brother and my friends like that from my youth oh, growing up. Oh, that's dope. And so I just, it's like a little homage to your life, kind of? Yep. Shows you, like... Damn this this when is are. what he was this is what he was seeing or living when he when I'm listening to the music mm -hmm. on this album right here. Feel that. Yo, when I was thinking I'm excited. I'm excited. about who to bring onto this podcast, who is gonna compliment the underrated as fuck pod? I I was hitting up some people, right? And then instantly I thought of Fox. Cause when I met this dude, he showed me his stuff and it I could just feel the passion for what he does and in the music I can hear um, basically him being like underrated like the world needs to hear this right thank right. you you bro. know what I'm saying thank you and when bro. I and I feel like I got a keen eye and ear for like talent or what like looks good style whatever and I think I think you got the chops thank you bro I think Hell you got yeah. what it takes to to give the world like quality and something different. Thank you, bro. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I mean, what do you have to say for Finesse the Fox? I say the same thing. I mean, you fit underrated to the T. I mean, you're Thank doing you, everything that you do to the fullest of your potential, but nobody really knows about you. So let's really get it going. So yes, now sir. I'm really looking forward to your first project you're putting together. I mean, everything that we've talked about so far and, and what I've heard so, so far in between is just... I'm really looking forward to this. Have oh, you yeah, heard bro. any of his music before? Yeah, I've heard a few. 
and I showed you Elevate, right? Yeah, you, you showed me you Elevate. Heard that yeah, one. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, this is cool. We got our first artist on the Underrated as Fuck podcast as a guest. Shout out to you, bro. Thank you. And we got a big announcement to go along with it. That's pretty huge. So, um, yeah, if anybody that made it this far, give Finesse the Fox some love. We're going to put his links in uh, the comments. I'm going to do a little video for him, and we're going to showcase his album picture. And then we're going to probably put a little song on there, too, just to give you guys a little taste of uh, the album that's coming. Yes, sir. Right, uh, and if uh, just to end this segment right here, if we want to, if anybody that wants to know more about Finesse the Fox or what he's doing currently, where could they find you? Oh, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Finesse the Fox. Um, I got a Twitter, but I don't be on it too much to be real, for real. Feel that. But yeah, Facebook and Instagram, that's where to go. <laughs> or you can hit me up on the email. FinestaFox at gmail.com if you're trying to work. <laughs> oh God. That's where I need all the files sent. <laughs> and he does check his spam folder. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so uh, one last question for you. Right. One more question. I got to ask this. What do you think personally about the underrated as fuck podcast? I could cuss, right? No, I'm just playing, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just playing. Fuck this like, shit. I, I, no, I fuck with it, bro. I fuck with what you do for the community. Um, not to cross paths and stuff or anything, but like, you know, like I said, I like to do stuff for our, our Arizona crowd. And this this is like what AZ Way Too Active does. I like that you guys are putting on for us as artists. So I appreciate you for doing this, man. It's sick. I, I've been tuning in. I saw the, the episode you had with my boy Ray. Shout out to hey, homie. Grew up Ray, with him. We got Ray over there. You know what I'm saying? Hey. So it's, it's just super sick to me. And I, I feel blessed and honored that you you know brought me on here, bro. This yes, is my sir. first time yes, ever sir. being interviewed. So thank you. Heck yeah. It's, it's, this is cool because, I mean, the podcast is evolving. And it's turning into this cool thing to where, um, I mean, I'm just we're just able to showcase basically what we got going on here the exactly. underrated as fuck here today we get to showcase an underrated as fuck artist oh. you know what i mean give yeah. him a little bit more of a push right just uh, like like ray we had two weeks ago he's got his business going on he's got his uh chops in the realty business right and we just put a little sum together for him maybe get him some more views on his profiles anything we can do because in my opinion he's underrated as fuck Right. Right. And my definition of success isn't the end result. It's the whole path to getting there. Right. So if I ever see somebody, whether they're a fighter, an artist, entrepreneur, whatever it be, if I see somebody really doing that journey or on that road, they're pretty much going to be labeled underrated as fuck. There we go. Keep pushing, bro. So anybody that wants to be on the show, hit up the DMs. Hit up the DMs. We got about two months out of scheduled people to come in at the moment. But, you know, we could fit you in the middle somewhere. We could put you a little bit later in the year. Line you up with maybe a release you got coming up. Something. But like I said, we are here to showcase the underrated as fuck. Let's go. And that could be you. All right, y'all. So great little interview we had here with Finesse the Fox. It's a pleasure to have him on yes, board sir. today. Um, we're going to just get into our last topic, and that's the little spicy uh, topic of Snoop Dogg getting offered $100 million to be on OnlyFans. 
That's wild. Would you do that, bro, for a hundred million? <laughs> I'm doing that. Come on, nah. Well, okay, I'll be the first one to answer the question. Hundred mil. But the question I was gonna ask you guys, what's your price tag? Hundred mil seems about my ball range. You know? <laughs> if I get offered a hundred mil, what's up? I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I'd be hella self conscious, but I for a hundred M's, bro. All you gotta do is think about that paper the whole way through. <laughs> okay, so for me, a hundred M's is faux show. It's it's coming out, right? Whatever angle you want to get, just let me know. I'm there to just do whatever you guys want. You said I am the meat yeah. source right now. You just need to put me where you need it, bro. <laughs> oh, Yo, God. okay, but so for where I'm at in my career currently, my number, if I had to put a number on it, I think I'm very comfortable with like... 7.5 mil. So if somebody would have come up to you right now for 7.5 mil. <laughs> yeah. Whatever I got to do. Whatever? That's, hey, that's my number. <laughs> that's a, it's a judgment-free zone. You know that's my number. Hit me up if you got 7.5 and you want to see the oh big zaddy bliss. Let's <laughs> see that. <laughs> I'm dead. Fox. So oh if you had to put a number on it, What's your number? We all, we all know we would take the 100 mil, right? But what what's your honest number? You got a number? Bro, I would say 50. <laughs> 50, 50 bucks? 50 M's, bro. Oh, yeah. I was like, yo. 50 M's, I got that in the back right now. 50 dollars. <laughs> Hit up Fox. He's selling it for the low. Let's go. Oh, 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 I'm dead. All right. I feel So you value your privacy or... Your jewels? Yeah, bro, essentially. Hey. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to just put my I shit feel that. Out I there. feel that. I, don't, I just think it would be cool, but <laughs> I think that's why my I lowballed it just a little bit. <laughs> Is seven mil a lowball? I mean, I, I, I say it like this. Like, the more the better for one, but for two, like, you, you got seven <laughs> mil. You could low-key blow Wait, through that pretty quick I'm if you dead. think about it because you're, you're, you're an artist, right? right. So you're going to want to build your perfect spot to do you. Then you got family. You're going to want to take care of your family. You're probably going to do that before your music. So this is the one-off. This is the 50 mil for you. This is the boom. Yeah, I'll take 50 mil and I'll be cool, bro. I feel it. All right, Zay, what is your honest number right now? You honest think number. about what it could do to you as, as a person, too, with your career. If you on there being goofier, you ain't performing how you're supposed to perform. <laughs> that, that could make you look bad out there, bro. First of all, we blessed over here. Right? <laughs> so I gotta dead. say, but <laughs> we gotta put a number out there. Twenty dollars. No, I'm playing. Nineteen on the discount. No. <laughs> let me get a. Gotta go. With my favorite number, fifty-two. So let me get five million two hundred thousand. Mmm. All right. So if you guys are looking for a good price, <laughs> here we got Mighty right I'm here on the low. <laughs> No, five million is a grip. That's a that's a lot of fucking. I'm money. saying if I see that many zeros in my account, like we good. You know what I mean? So with that being said, do you guys think most people have a number, or who, or are are, are there people that really just don't fuck with like that? So I think there's you know I, mean? I think there's a fine line of people who don't, and then there's a there's a, there's a there's a bigger line of people who like you offer so that you money don't to. Think, you gonna... don't think everybody has a price tag. No, not everybody. Not everybody. What do you think, Flex? I don't think everybody does. Uh, yeah, I feel like 
there's some people who would be like, nah, I don't give what you put down in front of me, bro. Like, <laughs> hey, like I'm not showing my booty hole. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? I'm not doing all that craziness, you know I mean? man. Um, I mean, Snoop clearly has a higher number or no number at all because he turned down $100 million directly he, to him. He ain't worried about 100 mil, though. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think he is, to be no. honest. I think so he got his stuff well invested enough that what is so 100 what, mil? What is 100 mil to Snoop Dogg? Probably like... I feel like in early Snoop Dogg career, if Snoop Dogg would have been rapping in today's time and he was just hitting this scene and they was like, hey, bro, you're 19 years old, you're 20 years old, what's up, pimp? You want to be on OnlyFans for 100 M's? I we'll feel say like, 21. We'll say 21. I feel like he would take that, right? But I feel like... Right now, with Snoop being what 40, 50 years old, bro, been in the game, he's for, way too mature for that shit. Yeah, he don't need to be doing all that. Well, plus, it's I mean, basically that, it's basically like a party trick. Hey, show me this, and I'm gonna give you money. Like, yeah, I'm not with that shit. Nah. Yeah, but what about five hundred mil? What about a billion? What what's if you took a wild guess? What's the Snoop Dogg number? Probably, Nobody's saying no to probably a, a bill. Yeah, bill. Nobody's probably say a billion. If they really came to him with a contract and was like. One bill, fam. We just want to see it. This is all yours. No, no tax. <laughs> Yo, I feel like they can make that money back. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yo, OnlyFans, shoot your shot with Snoop. He might take the big B. The one B, even <laughs> though he rocks C's. Now I'm with All right, y'all. So um, we'll just go over this topic very quickly because I promised you we were going to talk about it. Coachella. Real quick, give me your quick answer as to why they're having a slowdown in ticket sales. Boom. Me personally, I just like there's artists there, but usually like Coachella has like the biggest of the bangers in there. Like, but now there's like a handful and they're still charging what they'd be charging if some top dogs was in there. So for me, it's just like not even worth it. Right. So in your opinion, People like Tyler the Creator, Doja Cat, Uzi, Ice Spice. These people aren't worth uh, with Coachella. I feel like you need to have more. That's not enough. They are worth it, but with Coachella being Coachella, you need to have more. From what I remember, Coachella being yeah, there's was always just massive non-stop. headliners. I feel like that would have been a small stage that you would right, see there, right. and then all the real Wiz Khalifa, mm, everybody oh, else is sense. on the big stage. So, so what they, in your opinion, Fox, what they got going on right now, this is just one stage. Right. Well, I feel like, Two not that it's one stage. stage, but that it's like, that's that's why it's slow, because this is who they're trying to say is the headliner. <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? The the Lovers and Friends Fest sound more exciting than no, going to Coachella, talk. bro. No, real talk. <laughs> so if we... You might see us over there. So if we threw in these these three artists or four artists I'm about to name, tell me if it would be worth it or not. In one day? Or is this spread well, out? Well, it would days? be spread out. But if we, right. just hear me out real quick. If they threw in Drake, Kanye, Jay-Z, and Beyonce, does it take just a couple pillars in the music industry to really make that worthwhile? Or is this a bigger issue? A little bit of both. Yeah, I would say a little bit, a little of, bit of both. A little bit of both. Yeah, because you you do need that star power yeah. to make people want to spend a 100. big ticket. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, out. he's going to... All right, let's get it. Like, if The weekend was going to be there, I'm going to be there. Yeah, if you had Drake and The weekend type stuff oh. and, and the other people you were naming, like then I would see people, you know, Whoa. spazzing out right away. Rihanna. For like, yeah. Okay, I feel that. But you got Doja Cat, Ice Spice, Peso <laughs> Pluma. You got Doja. Doja. <laughs> 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 like, like, Who the fuck? Yeah. Doja Cat is... She, she blew up for a 
little bit with that little cow video, and then now she's just <laughs> being weird, bro. <laughs> now she's just being weird. So it's like, yeah. I don't want to go so see you, that. Are you fucking with the bald head? Nah, fam. <laughs> you don't like alien head? <laughs> no, nah, bro. No, nah, she looks weird like that. Oh, and they put a picture of her, too, with some like makeup on, and she looked like a little, I don't know, like a cat oh, or a devil or something, bro. God. She looks ugly as hell like that, bro. I'm sorry, <laughs> but that's crazy. Yo, uh, my opinion about Coachella, when I seen the lineup, uh, it was a hell nah for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. I, I don't care about those people going. They're those not... are $400 tickets to go see them. You know what I mean? Like, It's just not worthwhile to me. Exactly. And that's my personal view. You but know the experience of Coachella alone, like that it's, to it's a lot a cool of people is worth it. Right. right. But if you're there to specifically see, it just makes that experience so much more better. So if the artist who you would really enjoy seeing is not there, it's like kind of what's the point? I'm just going to wait one more year. Until they pop off again. Right, until they show up. Let me just skip this one year. I'll save up whatever, whatever, do what I got to do, and then wait till next year, and they're going to go off, and I'm going to have just the most amount of fun. What's funny, that's the funny thing about it. So let's say Coachella does crappy this year. Right. Next year, they're going to invest the money into those people that they know know. are going to bring the fans, right? Exactly. Bet. There's always next time. (laughs) Always next year. That's (laughs) funny. All right, y'all. So uh, we're going to just go ahead and wrap it up here. Uh, let us know what your favorite topic was. Let us know what you guys think about these topics. There are a couple of them were a little controversial. Um, let us know your number if you got one. Ooh. What's your <laughs> OnlyFans only number? number. <laughs> um, other than that, uh, once again, Finesse the Fox, we appreciate you coming on. You are the love, first. Yes, sir. You are the first artist to be a guest on the Underrated as Fuck podcast. Pleasure to Stay underrated, brother. Yes, sir. He's got an album coming out titled... The Fox and His Thoughts. Boom. Coming out maybe first quarter, early second quarter. Uh, Yeah, man. Stay tuned. The next episode will be out next Monday, baby. Yes, sir. Peace. Later.